Good afternoon and welcome to this week's episode of Rachel Gaffney's Real, Ar Real Ireland, coming to you from the studios in Dallas, Texas, which sounds like a bit of an oxymoron sometimes, doesn't it? You know, I'm doing an episode on Ireland from Texas, but hopefully my accent is a little bit of a dead giveaway. I'm, I'm not quite Texan. Um, in this week's episode, um, we've called it Adventure in Ireland. And I've called it Adventure in Ireland because it is, of course, about adventure outdoors in Ireland an adventure that comes in many different forms. Um, I'd love to be outside myself right now. I'd love to be in Ireland outside. It is June the 24th here and the temperature outside, you can see the roads behind me here. That's the L Lyndon B. Johnson Freeway and the Dallas Tollway inter intersecting there. And it's a balmy 90 degrees outside. So um, I, I wouldn't mind uh, being on the water or somewhere like that right now. But anyway, at least we have a job to go to. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Hi, Rachel. How are you? Ashley, my producer's in behind the booth there with her mask on and everything, adhering to all the rules. So there she is. Say hi to Ashley, everybody. Hello, hello. <laughs> Good to be here today. Yeah, your mask is very apropos for something we're going to be talking about later on in this show. Yes, it absolutely is. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to get straight into it today. And um, one of the, my guest today is going to be um, a gentleman by the name of Paul Okunguila. Um, there he is. And uh, Paul is the travel editor for the Irish Independent newspaper in Ireland. And he is a writer and contributor to National Geographic Traveller. Uh, due to time constraints and different things and editorial deadlines, uh, we actually already had the conversation. So it's pre-recorded. You'll uh, be able to tell by the different outfits. But uh, that's pre-recorded and that will be coming up shortly. And he's sharing his video footage and photographs. And that's coming up in just a moment. Um, every week, I love to find a product or something from Ireland that um, I come across in my travel. So it's not, they're not endorsed by anybody or paid or anything. It's just truly a company or a product that I find and have to share with you. And so this week, we're going to do Rachel's favorite Irish finds. <laughs> And this week it comes from you, it comes to you from a company in Ireland that I came across when I was walking off Grafton Street in Dublin a few years ago. And I wandered into this store just outside the Westbury Hotel and it's called Stable of Ireland. And here's their website now, I'm gonna share this with you. So Stable of Ireland was founded by two ladies by the name of Francie Duff and Sonia Reynolds. There, there's the two girls there now, keep those picture up there. And I took that photo of the two of them. And I love that photo because to me, it captures their personalities. And I'm laughing because 
to go see the two of those girls, you need a, I think you need a bottle of, or a packet of popcorn because, you know, that you get a movie and a show when you go into that store. It's fantastic. It's, you know, products and a good time all rolled into one. So I love the two of them. And I actually have a feeling that if I'm coming down the street now, they probably have um, the clothes sign going up in the door when I come by. But I love it. I love going into them. It's my sort of social stopping point. And I love their products and I buy their products. But I love what they're doing at the moment. And they have... The world and its mother are wearing are making masks at the moment for, you know, obviously we need to wear them in, in these strange times, but they have quickly pivoted and they make a lot of products out of Irish linen. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about why I chose, the, chose these masks and why Irish linen. So Irish linen, there they are, aren't they gorgeous? The, the beautiful cobalt blue and the green, but Irish linen is um, antimicrobial, antibacterial, um, anti-allergenic, and they are 100% breathable. Now, the thing about Irish linen is that um, it absorbs water way better and it actually breathes just like your skin does. So when you've got something, and there's the little travel pouches, they come in little travel pouch, lovely colors, and they've created this mask that when it fits over your nose, um, for somebody like me who has to wear glasses reading or if you've got your sunglasses, um, lately I've found that when I'm in the stores and I have, a, have to wear a mask and I have to take on my glasses to read the label, I can't read the label because my glasses have fogged up. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that. Your glasses fog up and I have to take my glasses down and I can't read the label and that's what happens when you hit 50. Um, but I love that they've designed this so that it breathes really beautifully and I love the colors and you can just get them on their website and follow them on Instagram. So that's Stable of Ireland, Francie and Sonia. So I love these girls and I can't wait to go back and see them. I miss them so much. I never tell them when I'm going because as I said, they put the clothes sign up if, if I tell them. So I just like to take them by surprise. <laughs> and that's uh, this week's favorite Irish find. So I hope you enjoy those. Um, adventure. So you look at the words, you know, we all did a little bit of Latin in school. Well, at least I did anyway. I was educated by the nuns and it was a prerequisite. But the word adventurous, A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-U-S. What that actually means is something is about to happen. And I think when we think of the word adventure, we think of fast, adrenaline, thrill-seeking, danger, excitement. And whilst those are all great things and there's that element of adventure, there's also this other side of adventure, which is to just discover new places, new people, new experiences, and, and just really enjoy it and let it unfold. Um, when you go to Ireland, you don't want to be speed dating with the country. You just need to slow down and enjoy a few places. And there's so much on offer. Now, there is a wonderful gentleman in Ireland, a cameraman, and his name is Morris Supple. And I love what Morris has been doing. And he has been doing some videos for an Irish country singer called Derek Ryan and things for tourist boards or regions. But I was talking to him recently and he get, lent me or gave me, no problem, a little bit of footage that he created. And I thought I'd share it with you. And it's 10 things to do, I think, outdoors in Ireland or while you're in Ireland. So we'll play that little bit of video for you and see, and it'll give you a sense of what it's like if you go to Ireland and do some things outdoors. We'll roll that now.
Isn't it beautiful? What did you think, Ashley? I loved it. I want to I visit every single place that was shown there. I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the traffic behind me going, why is it I live here? <laughs> Sorry. I know, but at least you can, you live here, but then you can go and have a vacation over there and not worry about anything and just relax yeah, and enjoy. You're right. I mean, I have the best of both worlds and look, I, I wouldn't change anything. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But when you see that wide expansive space and you know Ireland is is a small Ireland island but it's actually huge there's so much to do and see you could spend you know a week in one tiny area and you you haven't even you won't have enough time it's there's just so much to do and see and I'm looking at Morrison he's a who made that beautiful video and he's a cameraman and um, I kind of made my own little one <laughs> which is hard to follow on the feet on the heels of that one Ashley but it's kind of a little montage of some of my experiences so I'm not just telling you about these things telling people to do them I'm actually telling you that I'm doing them I go off on my own so I'll just show you a quick little clip of of what you can see and do through my eyes I made some more friends here on the estate in Castle in Kalibi Castle estate um just wandering around here and came across them. Hi. Fall now. Throw that leg over. That's it. Did you just open the gate? I just climbed over. <laughs> you disturbed sheep. I'm still laughing at that one because those two fellas, that was such a great day out. That was up in Kalivi Castle in County Armagh, a part of the country I had never been to. You know, growing up in Ireland, you know, you didn't really go north. Um, and, and now I go there a lot more and there's so much going on in the north of Ireland. I can't wait to go back there. But those two lads, one of them is Dara and Dermot, the two guys. And one of them is the executive chef of Kalivi Castle and the other is a forager. And we went off out and what happened there at the end of that, and this is part of the experience. We went foraging for about two hours. We were cutting down thistles and nettles and they were showing me how to cut them, eat them, cook with them later. We, we had, I had the best time. But as we came through the fields with the sheep, we came down to the gate and one of them told me, Rachel, that gate is locked. And I said, oh, okay. So of course I climbed over the gate and we had to edit that a little bit because what actually happened was, <laughs> what happened was the guy just, you know, unlocked the gate and walked around. And I said, but you told me it was locked. He said, it did. All you had to do was open it. <laughs> that video so made me laugh so hard. But I can just tell you how many experiences I've had. I, I could actually probably write a book on the things that have happened to me in Ireland. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't make them up, to be honest with you. And the characters and the fun you have. And if you're always stuck on a phone or a laptop, you're not going to meet these people or just have a really good time. And so that's what I mean about adventure. And, you know, the, the places you'll go with the people you'll meet. It sounds like a 
uh, Dr. Zeus book there, but um, it was just superb. Um, now I thought we'd go straight into this interview because I think you really need to hear from Paul. Now, I mentioned that Paul is the travel editor for the Irish Independent. He is a contributor and writer for National Geographic Travel. Um, and on his social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, it's a difficult name for people to remember because it's in Irish, Paula Cunguila, which basically translated P.O. Father L as the Irish for Paul. But we will put up a link to his social media sites because you need to follow his travels and what he does around Ireland as well. I mean, nonstop. Um, we had a conversation with him and here's what Paul had to say. How was your weekend? Uh, yesterday or Sunday was Father's Day. So just wondering, did you have an enjoyable Father's Day? Yes, my my teenage daughter's gift to me was to get up at 9.30 a.m. and to come with me for a walk. My son was up already, he's younger. So we went for a walk in the Dublin Mountains, which are within our 20K, 20K movement restriction. And we had, we did this exploration to a place called Prince William's Seat, which brings you up to a view over County Wicklow, the Sugarloaf Mountain, the Irish Sea, and then over the city of Dublin, and then all the way to the Moran Mountains in Northern Ireland. So we got rained on, we got nearly blown off the mountainside, and then we had enough sun to get burnt all in the space of three hours. So I'm a happy dad. Oh my gosh, I love it. And, you know, for those of us here in Texas who are familiar with this, and I don't know if Irish people know this, but in Texas, they say, you know, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. So it sounds like, um, you know, we have some synergies going here with Ireland and Texas with the constant weather changes in a day. You said you've got blown on, you got mm. soaked wet and you got sunburned all inside of a day. All in the one day. So when, and I do that whenever I'm traveling around Ireland uh, into the back of the car, go the waterproofs, the sunscreen, the togs. Uh, I'm kitted out for every eventuality. So. And that's yes, a perfect segue for me. Yeah. And I'm going to translate for people here. So the swimming togs are, is a swimsuit over here or a bathing suit, um, which is an expression I miss very much. You know, when in Ireland you say you're bringing your togs in the back of the car, it's to go swimming. Um, and on that note, when you say in the back of your car and you put all of these. So I was going to ask you, actually, do you have quite an array? I mean, do you have your own wetsuit and, you know, God only knows where the road's going to lead you when you're on your own little adventures in Ireland? Yeah, it depends on the assignment. So we do outdoor activities have really come on in Ireland in the last 10 or 15 years, but they don't have to mean, uh, you know, wild adrenaline filled adventures. You can, of course, you can, of course, climb Caran Tool, which is our highest point, or you can use ropes to scale sea stacks or go mountain biking, whatever. But the soft adventure is a term that's come out here recently, and that can mean anything from going for a good walk or a good cycle to, to snorkeling or going for a stand-up paddle boarding or kayaking. So um, it's really taken off in this country. And I think um, the fact that we now have affordable wetsuits to guard us against that chilly sea is a big thing. So it depends on the assignment. If I'm heading out west, um, I was in Wexford earlier this year, for example, doing a piece where I was by the sea. I'll always throw the, the, the wetsuit in, the hiking boots, the sunglasses and the sunscreen and a camera. Um, for footage. Um, I'm always looking for, as well as the, 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 the deeper content pieces that we do for the Irish Independent Weekend magazine, I'm always looking for little videos and, and uh, snacky content that will work on social too. 
so yeah the 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 boot or the trunk is pretty full by the time i get going i bet it does and um you've been it's fair to say you've been to quite a few places on the island of ireland i'd say by now have you paul Oh yeah, and I love it. I, I I always say it's the it's a small island, but the the minute you get off the motorways and you start exploring and threading your way down the smaller roads, the bigger it, it gets. It's just it's full of um, surprising turns. You you do something that you put into your schedule that you put down for thirty minutes or forty five minutes will suddenly take two hours because you get chatting to someone, or it'll open. You'll find a cafe or you'll find a walk that you didn't know about. So. Um, I, I could spend the rest of my life just exploring Ireland. It's, it's, I don't know how many times it would fit inside of Texas. It is really Nine. tiny, but it's, no, <laughs> you've done the homework. Yes. Um, but it's, 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 it's so rich and immersing yourself in it is so rewarding that I always recommend people who are coming here for a visit to try, rather than to do the whole thing or drive the whole Wild Atlantic Way, which is uh, just over 2,000 kilometers, I recommend to pick sections and, and go to regions and areas and immerse yourself rather than just skim the surface of these things. So I, I, I've been spending a lifetime traveling here and I've still got places to discover, but I've absolutely been around, that's true. Now, we've said, and you said the same about adventure, it comes in different forms and, you know, you've got adrenaline pumping, you've got, you know, for the thrill seeker and all of that. And then there's, you know, adventure can be, you know, somebody, it's a state of mind where you, you're just looking for, to learn something new and the unknown. And I noticed in some of the video footage we have that, you know, you take when you're going around the island, I noticed in the beginning of some of it, you know, you went to Carrickery Bridge, which is up in County Antrim. Um, for sure, and that was something special. Um, but then you went down to uh, Galway, you know, shucking oysters and kayaking. But one of the ones that was a little unexpected for me when, and, and I think it's something to remember, there's a piece in there where you said you went to the Hellfire Club in Dublin, and that's um, in that footage where you're, you, mm. did you take that through a window? Could you explain to us about that piece there? I can, yeah. So. Dublin is, when we think about Dublin, we tend to look inward. We tend to, to think about the streets, the historical fabric of it, the pubs, the museums, the, the nightlife and so on. What we only move to after that is the fact that it's a super outdoorsy city. It's on the coast, on the east coast of Ireland, and just on its doorstep are the Dublin and then the Wicklow Mountains. And I, I'm speaking to you here from Greystones in County Wicklow, which is literally just a 15 or 20 minute drive from those mountains. So you can literally take a bus, take a commuter bus and be at the foot of the Wicklow Way within a half hour of the, the, the city, leaving the city centre. And that Wicklow Way is a walking trail that stretches for uh, over 100 miles south that people do over several nights. In the Dublin mountains, there is an old stone building called the Hellfire Club, and it's an easy walk. Uh, anybody uh, with even an iota of fitness can do it. You're up and down in an hour and a half or so. It's great for kids because you come to this really old ruin, a former hunting lodge that looks over the city, gives you a full panorama of Dublin with the iconic pigeon house towers and you can make out the, the vein-like form of the River Liffey and you can see the sea to the right-hand side or to the east when you're up there. And you can actually go inside the building too. 
It dates from the 1700s and um, it's got its own share of ghost stories too. So you, when you get the kids up there or when you get inside, that's the time to break out your best ghost stories. So wow. that's where I shot that footage and I got a good day for it. Luckily. You surely did. And actually, was the Hellfire Club, um, I, I'm a bit of a nerd. I, I like the travel channel, the, you know, the ghost hunters and the panorama, uh, pa paranormal and all that. And I think I remember those guys, I could have sworn they were in Ireland and filmed in the Hellfire Club. I need to go check that, that out. Yeah, you may be right. And there's uh, there's stories of uh, sort of deeper archaeological discoveries under it. And that's one reason why people think it may be an unsettled kind of a location. And yeah, um, yeah so there's, there's lots of history to dig into there. So when it comes to, uh, let's go to some of the, uh, well, we have to, you know, cover some of the adrenaline pumping um, adventure and everything. Is there something that you had not tried before and then you tried it that you now think I really enjoyed it or I really love doing this and I want to keep doing it? Is there any particular adventure in Ireland or outdoor activity that you personally really enjoy now? That's a good, it's a good question. Do you know, one of the most fun things I've done in the last couple of years is, com is a completely makey-uppy adventure called co-steering. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Basically no. what it involves is anybody of any kind of fitness squeezing into a wetsuit, a buoyancy device, an old pair of trainers and a helmet. And then you jump into the sea and you swim a bit and then you climb back up on the rocks and then you might squeeze through a little cave and then you might walk along a bit and jump in again and swim. And they've made up this name called co-steering and everybody gets wet and nobody looks sexy in a wetsuit and you can do it with a kid. <laughs> You can do it if you're 70 or 80 years old. And, uh, you know, after you get that initial flush of freezing water, you just start to feel exhilarated. And it doesn't matter if it's raining or if it's sunny. And lo and behold, these co-steering uh, outings have sprung up all over the country. Um, you know, 20 years ago when wetsuits cost about three or $400, no one could have done this. But now that they're that this, these, this gear is available so readily, it's great fun or great crack, as we'd say here. Yeah, and for those, I'm glad he said that for a, a fun and crack. You know, he is referring to fun. He's not referring to any uh, illegal substances. Um, you you were mentioning about um, the, the the water and the swimming and everything. And one of the things I love about Instagram is, you know, I get to meet new people, and you're probably the same way with social media, and see what they're up to. And I don't know. Do you do you know a lady in Ireland? Um, she was an editor for Image magazine, Rosaline McMeal, um, in Dublin, and she's I always posting. Oh gosh, you got to follow her on Instagram. But she's always um, posting these great photos of swimming in Dublin, whether it's in Dunleary or Dawkey or the 40 foot, which I still have yet to get to that 40 foot. And yesterday she and I were having this conversation on Instagram. I said I was coming over and I wanted to go swimming. And she said, well, if you want some company, I'll go with you. And I think I'm going to hold her to it. But I think I love that kind of sense of adventure too, you know. I'm not saying that I'm going to be meeting people on Craigslist or anything like weird like that. But, you know, I do love the idea of meeting up with people that I don't know before, but love to try activities that you like to try and do as well, you know. Um, I wanted to yeah, ask you... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, go ahead. I was, sorry, I was jumping. This is the, this is the whole new Zoom uh, system of, of okay. speaking to each other. We're yeah, constantly tripping over each other. I love, firstly, that you said... Do I know this person? Because that's so Irish. It's all done through people. Know him and you know her and where were they brought up? But that kind of serendipity is 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 another thing that's new. 
Um, a lot of people go walking in Ireland through meetup.com groups, um, or there, there are other examples of ways that you can meet groups where you can go walking or have adventures risk-free and particularly solo travelers, uh, those that are available to super compared with the way you would have had to do it in the past. Oh, really? Oh, that's good to know. So you're saying meetup.com has its own forum in Ireland for it could be a swimming group or a hiking group or something like that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Walking oh. particularly popular. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Now, what about, um, have you done cliff diving or anything adrenaline pumping? I love that you have this sense of me as someone that could do cliff diving. <laughs> I think I'd have to be recovered after trying that. <laughs> I, I have... I, I, I'm a big swimmer. I love swimming. Uh, I'll get out there with my snorkel on. Um, I, I will go for hikes, go for big cycles, but the co-steering is as adrenaline buzzy as it gets. I did go and climb a sea stack once in Donegal with um, a guy, his company, Ian Miller is his name, and his company is called Unique Ascent. And he basically specializes in taking you to the ends of the earth in County Donegal, strapping you in in a harness, all very safe, all very uh, well organized, and then scaling these sea stacks. And I, I have a bit of a fear of heights, but when we got up to the top, and we were very careful. There was a little bird's nest there that we had to shuffle over to the sideways not to disturb. And we stood there and he said, you know, some of these sea stacks off the coast of Donegal, less people have stood on these than have stood on the moon. And I just thought, wow, what, an, what a moment. It was absolutely worth it. And then he, we abseiled back down and uh, we were way out of phone coverage. I remember thinking as we drove back towards um, Donegal town and the, the bars started gradually to come up on the phone reception that that was just um, uh, the wild west, Ireland as a wilderness. Uh, you that know, and we spoke wonderful. about how tiny it is. Yeah, but I love that sense that you can get off the map like that too. I think it's important, don't you? I mean, my, my joke here is, you know, when I'm serious is to stop speed dating with Ireland. Um, <laughs> Because I do think, you know, and I, my clients all the time, they're trying to, you know, where, where are you going? Going to Ireland? How long do you want to go for a week? What do you want to see? All of it. Well, good luck. Um, you know, like you said, you need to choose a region. You need to slow down and immerse yourself in an area and let things unfold a little bit. But I think what I need to do, um, and Ashley, um, who's here with us today, the producer, I think we should put some links up to some of the uh, people that you've mentioned um, some of their businesses um, and we'll put them in the, the foot of the information, especially that one in Donegal and, and maybe some references to the walking clubs or whatever. But um, I think that would be wonderful because people want to know. People here are not traveling over there yet, but they will be going, Paul. I mean, this is great for people who are in Ireland right now and they want to go out and discover their own country and for people here who are planning their trips next year. So I definitely want to be able to share as much as we can with everybody. And for everybody, I want you to know that Paul is on Instagram. He's on Twitter. He's very active on social media. He shares the most wonderful content with you, both his own video footage and images. So if you're looking for ideas, um, check him out. We'll have the links up to his social media sites. And um, I think for today, I want to say, Paul, thank you so much for joining us and chatting to people here in the, in the States. And we'll look out for your articles in the Irish Independent and in National Geographic Traveller. Um, hopefully you'll be coming up with some great stories for soon when you can get out and about and get on a plane yourself. 
Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm looking forward to getting out there next Monday, June 29th. We can travel freely in Ireland again, and I can't wait. And Rachel, thank you for having me, and thank you for everything you do to promote the best little country in the world. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, Paul, thanks very much. Oh, the best little country in the world. I love that, actually. Don't you, Ashley? I do. That's such a nice little way of saying it. The best little country in the world. I think, Paul, you need to... Um, uh, patent that and start calling it that, you know, maybe that's our new um, marketing logo, the best little country in the world. Um, he's a very interesting guy. He's lovely. And um, funnily enough, he was talking about those sea stacks in Donegal completely by accident. I'm a bit of a podcast person. I love listening to podcasts. And I was listening to one this morning and it was a gentleman in England interviewing a Scottish guy. And it was all about climbing the sea stacks in Donegal just like Paul mentioned, I thought, oh, twice in two days. That doesn't mean I'm going to be climbing those sea stacks. I like adventure, but uh, speaking of adventure, I do have a few photos that I want to share with you guys. Um, one of the ones is, look at these beautiful falls. Now that's in County Mayo. And County Mayo, for those of you that don't know Ireland, is on the west coast of Ireland. Um, breathtaking, it's a very natural, rugged, uh, place, County Mayo. Um, it's just unspoiled. This, um, oh, see these cars? I love this. Now, to me, this is how I want to, uh, My husband nicknames me Nigella Mansell. Now, you probably don't know who Nigel Mansell was, um, Ashley, but Nigel Mansell was a very famous Formula One driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, I've always loved driving cars and driving them fast. And I learned how to drive in Ireland, you know, with a stick shift in the back roads, you know, where the hedges and the roads are like this. So I, I can speed yeah. through those roads. I know when my American friends are with me, they're absolutely terrified when cars are they are really? Oh, yeah, because we've these narrow roads and people, we know we fit, so we just drive by each other. Uh, but others, if you're not used to it, especially here with these wide freeways behind us, but that, um, there's a company in Ireland called 4x4 Vehicle Hire, and it's just um, Range Rovers, Land Rovers, and I keep wanting to say BMX, but it's not, it's BMW. You wouldn't go far in a BMX. Um, BMW, Land Rover, and Range Rover. And so that's what I plan on doing is taking one of their discovery cars or some sort of recreational vehicle like that. And I'm going to go do those roads and we're going to film it as well. So that'll be another fun way of doing some adventure. Um, Peter, I promise I'll behave. I'll keep within the speed limit. Kind of. And that's the beauty. There's no police. Surfing. People don't think of surfing when they think of Ireland. When they think of Ireland surfing in Ireland don't kind of aren't a natural thought process for most people. People in the surfing world know about it, but the rest of the world don't seem to associate. And there are some spectacular uh, waves up around the coast of Donegal and as you head down into um, other counties. Now, some counties are very famous for their for the skilled surfer. For somebody like me, who's never been up on a surfboard, who wants to do a lesson, you know, there are other counties that are better for that. So that's just another great activity. And the photographs that you can see coming out there are just incredible. Um, that I can tell is Sligo. And the reason I can tell is because the mountain in the background is known as Ben, ben Bulban. Ben Bulban is the very famous um, mountain up in Sligo. So you can go riding on the beach. And horse riding on the beach is very common. Um, there is also a place in Ireland in another county, the Wee County, County Louth, 
where they have races once a year, the Bettystown races, and they're along the beach actually, where people go betting on the sand dunes and the races happen on the beach and it's once a year, it's pretty special. Um, I have two boys, uh, they're 22 and 24, and the year before last we were over and I took them fly fishing. Now, well, this was the summer before last, I think it was when Ireland had a drought. And so the river was quite low. So the boys were out fly fishing. Uh, there they are, there's Matthew, my youngest. But you can see how low the river is. But nonetheless, he got the experience and the feeling. And there's James, my oldest son. He's 24. But the two of them just got lost in that river. That's the River Blackwater in County Cork. Um, that was in front of Longville House, uh, which is the Georgian property I love to use for clients in Mallow in North Cork. But they went out there and they went fly fishing. I actually only came by for a few minutes just to take a photograph of them. Um, but they had a beautiful picnic. Um, and do you know what's really special about that? I dropped them off or the Gilly took them out there because uh, Gilly is the person who takes you fishing, a guide in Ireland or Scotland they, and England. He took them off fishing and they had a beautiful picnic packed up by Longville House, a basket with their homemade cider and everything. But they didn't use their phones. Not at all that day. They didn't even turn them on. And they realized how fabulous it was. And fly fishing for me is a sport that should be marketed to women. And indeed, I think I might even do something uh, with the trip for anybody who's willing to come fly fishing with me, not fly fishing for five or seven days, but as part of the trip, it will shut your brain down in a way that I've tried to do in yoga and in tennis and things. And it does work, but with fly fishing, you are so busy trying to get your balance in the water and then you're you're flicking your wrist and you're uh, concentrating on the um, the rhythm of the of the rod and the reel and the fish and the all of that going on everything else is blocked out and I went there to do two hours of fly fishing in the River Annalee in Cavan and in Mount Juliet Estate in County Kilkenny and I just lost all sense of time and it was the most wonderful form of relaxation I just felt so rejuvenated afterwards. So um, that's just another form of adventure. Well, I think we're out of time. We, we ran over. Hopefully I've given you a little flavor of what to expect if you go to Ireland and when you're planning your trip to Ireland. Um, and if you want to come with me or if you want me to, to plan your trip for you, or indeed if you're in Ireland and you have not kind of gone out and about and, ex you know, visited a place on your own doorstep, I encourage you to do so because as Paul said, it really is, you know, one of the best little islands in the world. So that's it for this week. And until next time, stay safe. Bye y'all.